where we lovingly dissect the best and the worst of 90s teen horror. I'm Heather Parry, and with me is my co-host, Kirsty Logan. Hello! Hello! And if you're like, but I thought it was Kirsty that had the sore throat. <laughs> yes, this week we have swapped. Well, guess who fucking gave it to me? No, you, you, I can't even blame you, to be honest. It I wasn't. I did. I, it's wine and chat. Yeah. That's my fault. The two best and worst things yeah, in the world. I know, I'm feeling better now, and Annie woke up this morning and she was like, I've got a sore throat and I thought, oh no. It's like, we're just going to trade this illness back and forth forth for the rest of our lives. I think part of the problem for me was that we had pals over for dinner yesterday. And um, I can't remember, it was completely irrelevant conversation to this reference, but (laughs) David went, um, oh, it's like Cleopatra. And our friend Anna went, coming at you. I I had to leave the room. I was laughing so much. Like, my stomach hurt at the end of the laughing period. And I think that's hurt my throat, so. That's such a tune. I know. I was actually listening to that the other week. (laughs) And the worst thing was, they didn't hear it. So it was just me laughing at Anna with them having no idea what had happened. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. What are we doing? Uh, We're doing... We're doing, I was like, what, what, what we, we do is we read a point <laughs> yeah, and then we talk about Where it. Where am I? That's what we're doing. Um, we're doing The Window by Carol Ellis. And I've just realised we've done it again and not looked up the cover. So oh, I'll really quickly... Fucking bind up. Bind ups. Gets, us, gets us every time. Bind ups will be the end of us. <laughs> I, I Do I sound the sexy version that we were trying to get you to be last week? The sticky See, shoes I version? So. I think I sounded like uh, the someone off EastEnders that smokes... 25 a day but you are doing sexy throaty Kathleen Turner I do think my voice is actually better to listen to when it's I'm a little bit sounds good <laughs> maybe I should just constantly be ill yeah. I think I won't be able to speak by the time I'm like 40 let's but do it is this the one we're gonna go with that looks like the American cover to me this one beside this it is one. the British one okay that's so, so fucking Mills and Boone it's disgusting I hate it <laughs> I fucking hate it so it has got green font Oh, look Rosie's who's come to coming. Hi, Rosie. It's got green font. The window. Rosie, it's go, go such a it. pain. <laughs> um, shiny green font, which is... The font's fine. The rest of the cover is troubling. <laughs> Against the world's beigeous background. You you tell me about it. I hate that yellow colour. It's like a sort of beige mixed with lemon yellow. <laughs> one can imagine such a thing. If you can imagine lemon yellow to be more anemic than it is as a Lemon colour. beige. <laughs> lemon beige. Through a window that's cropped so badly. So it's kind of like halfway across and right down the right hand side as if you're looking to the bottom right and top right corner of two windows. Someone doesn't understand golden section. <laughs> yeah, right? And then... There's some red flowers through it. Again, kind of placed really badly. In fact, this is kind of giving me anxiety, this whole cover, because why is nothing good? But then there's just, what, like, is that, like, a red sky? No, it's meant to be, like, a scribble on the wall, because it's dripping. Oh, so we're looking inside. Yeah, but it's horrible. Uh, I see where they're going, okay. It's confusing. Yes. There's, like, a very, a far too large red scribble, which initially does look like the reflection of a sky in the window, but is obviously meant to be... Based on the book. Yes, having I'm like just remembering. No, I, I did. I did, I read, did the read the book. Yeah, this kind of scroll on the wall behind it. I mean, it's shit. You could make such a good cover out of this book, and they really haven't. No, it's also a terrible title. The window, because they're going for rear window. Yeah, but which this is an entire rip off. Yeah, of. I'm gonna say it right up front. I thought this book was really boring. I don't know. Have you ever been skiing? Yes. Okay. I have been snowboarding, and it could at least relate to the setting. So that was the only thing I liked. I liked the setting, mm-hmm. because it sort of reminded me of Twins by CBC, you know, where they share the ski slope with the boys' school. But no one had such a sick outfit yeah. as that time. Yeah. So I was like, great, because I love, like, snowy, cold settings. Yes, you want to live in a snow globe, we all know this. Exactly, but not be cold. Yeah. <laughs> in a snow globe, but somehow my body is warm. Um, 
So I thought, oh, I'll really like this one. And I, I don't mind a rear window ripoff. Like, it's a good story. That's why everybody rips it off. But I just thought it was fucking boring because the heroine spends half the book just in bed. In bed. <laughs> but you love that. You love the fever. Yeah, but that's... At least she's not just hot this But that's time. better. At least she's actually ill. But then she's sort of, like, got a fever and so you don't really know if anything's real, whereas you don't get that feeling out of this. Anyway, I'll dig into it properly. Are we ready? Oh, tagline. Oh. Is it on the cover? Uh, we won't know. What, what are we doing? Uh, What's happening? Um, there We're doesn't... So professional. Oh, wait. I can't... Zoom in. <laughs> hang so on, hang on. As hang far on, as on. we're concerned, there's no tagline. She's seen the killer. Has he seen her? Has the killer seen her? That's not very good, is it? It's fine. She also hasn't seen the killer. Oh, wait. On the American one, it seems to say she's seen the killer and the killer has seen her. Ooh. Oh, interesting. Do you think that's better? Mm, no, I think actually the British one's better. Because it's a question. Yeah. Has the killer seen her? Has he? Spoiler. Or she? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. We meet... Jodie Sanderson. She's in a car driving to go skiing. Which, as I was typing, I was like, there's too many eyes in that. But that's correct. Otherwise, it says skiing. Yeah, skiing. It's skiing. a weird one. I always get that with aging. I feel like it should oh. have a, an E. Otherwise, it? it says a ging. <laughs> so many words don't look right. The word for best, me is... Best, played, best laid plans of mice and men <laughs> off gang a gang <laughs> like, for me it's ceiling every time i write the word ceiling i'm like that's not right that doesn't look right <laughs> should be the other way around and then you write it the other way around and you're like that's not right either when you live in scotland you realize how much ceiling looks like kaylee oh, but there's such different words that it fucks never me never thought of that sorry in my life. ruined your life there never so obviously not when you live in scotland when you're heather can i i'm just a bit distracted by the fact that over there hanging on your wardrobe there's some sort of disco ball shawl i'm going to explain what's hanging on that wardrobe <laughs> because that shows the two types of professional work that i do <laughs> on the left we have a very classy black uh sort of 50 style dress with roses embroidered on the shoulders um and then on the right we have <laughs> a jumpsuit slash boiler suit with a pink and green sequined cape on top <laughs> and they represent the two types of professional work that i'm doing this week <laughs> The drag queen one, or librarian. <laughs> exactly, drag queen librarian. So earlier I'm a librarian, as in I'm chairing a book event, so I have to look quite serious and professional. And then later I'm doing a performance as part of a gay pride thing. Therefore, disco ball. <laughs> that is very professional. Yeah, right. And right now I'm sitting here in a scabby t-shirt and jeans. So the three sides of my professional life. Unfortunately, black jeans, a vest top and a man's shirt that I stole off a boy I had sex with is my outfit for all three of those I once stole, well I didn't steal, was given a pair of jeans from this girl I, I say I went home with, we already knew each other but whatever, went home with her and um, yeah I never gave them back Good. and then yeah. it sort of ended really badly and I kept them out of spite. I let him know when I got back to my own country that I got this but I was not apologetic about it, no. there was no, I was like I'm not sending it back. No, he got a very small shirt, he must have been a small man. He was thin mm. but tall. Okay, Yeah. must have been short on him. <laughs> I can't recall. <laughs> I can't recall the shit. It wasn't on for very long. <clears throat> anyway, speaking of boys and girls. <laughs> That's who's, speaking of humans like Who's it, well, speaking of romantic <laughs> entanglements, let's say then. Jodie's in this car with Chris, who is a girl Chris, and she fancies the brooding brown-eyed Drew. <gasps> we also have Shy Ellen. She also fancies Drew. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We also have asthmatic nerd virgin Billy. Nobody fancies him because... Of the three descriptors there. The book <laughs> sets it up like that. Uh, we also have the sexy twins, Sasha and Cal Wolf. <sighs> oh, of course we do. Cal Wolf. The children of Wolf from Gladiator. I think so, except I also feel like that's maybe the name of a, like a, a diet bar for wolves. Cal, Cal Wolf. wolf. <laughs> Low Cal Wolf. <laughs> Can I tell you how they're introduced though? Go on then. <clears throat> Jodie opened her eyes and looked around. 
No one else in the van seemed to have suffered from the same flight of imagination she had. In the seat across from her, Christine Costello was still holding her paperback, although the main focus of her attention was obviously Drew Hansen, across and up on one seat. Jody couldn't blame Chris for not concentrating on her book. He'd, Drew was a very good-looking man, brown-eyed, brooding sort of way. He'd attracted the attention of Ellen Cummings too, and I was just like, no, Carol! Too many. Too many She's all She's doing a Diane Hope. Also, you told exactly where they're sitting in the car, and I was like making a mental picture of it, thinking it would be relevant. It's not relevant. No. Also, that's a van, surely. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's too many. But yeah. Also, the non... The gender non-specific names, so like Chris, Sasha, Jody, Drew, just had oh, me wow. imagining some sort of like giant bisexual gangbang for the entire thing. Oh, I wish. I mean, it would have been a lot funner. There's no banging, gang <laughs> or otherwise. Not even a single bang. No. <laughs> Not singular or multiple bangs. Come on, guys. So, Heather just came across really uh, Yorkshire there. What's going on here? <laughs> She spotted all the stuffing that Rosie's pulled out of her toy. That's good. <laughs> I'm um, on Thursday. I'm meeting a member of my family back from down in Yorkshire who I've never met before. So at your event on that night, I might be full Yorkshire. <laughs> you know? I'm so excited in front of Marina Warner as well. Oh, oh God. no! Anyway, she's so classy. I know. I want to be just like her when I grow up. You are just like her. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's the best thing anyone's ever told me. Anyway, let's get back to this um, bereft of gang. The thing about Jodie, she's not even meant to be there. She's been invited by her friend Kate, who is sick and can't come. Kate without a surname? Yeah, just Kate. Yeah. She's irrelevant. Kate. She's I've, just a plot point. No, I've got her whole name as Kate without a surname. Yeah. yeah. And she's like weirdly set up to be a potential baddie later, which is just has no purpose or relevance. You can't really have a remote baddie. <laughs> like, no. You probably could now with phones. I mean, they had phones, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think you could have There's it then. There's not that much threat. No. She doesn't have any power of no. any kind. <laughs> no. Well, she's ringing and she's a bit moody. <laughs> right? Oh, <laughs> oh no. no. Maybe I've upset my friend. <laughs> oh, the threat! <laughs> that could be the tagline. Has she upset her friend? <laughs> that is actually the worst thing. I mean, yeah. Because <laughs> we don't actually have, like, masked killers coming after us. So the thought that we've accidentally upset someone is... Probably the main fear in life. <laughs> There's a mask killer out there on the street going, ha, that's what I want you to think. There's a, a mask killer out there is like, they're not telling you, but they're annoyed at you. <laughs> You're like, no, no, I'm dying. <laughs> I'm dying inside. <laughs> Social anxiety. <laughs> anyway, let me tell you about Kate. We need to get back to Kate. Not only is she sick and can't come, but she sent Jodie in her stead to keep an eye on Cal because Kate fancies Cal and doesn't want Stone Cold Babe, whose name I'm not sure of. So it's like this, L-E-A-H-N-A, Liana, Liana, Leah, because it's like the name Leah, but then nah. Leah, nah. <laughs> nah. I think it's Liana. 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 <laughs> Lee, Lee, but the, the X, I mean, it, the X, if it didn't have the H in, you would still say a Liana. Liana. So like to really extend it. Liana. Is it to try and make us think she's British? That would be Leah. Nah. <laughs> Liana. You know, That's like not very a, British. Liana. Particularly. I've well, never no, but like you have to do it in a posh accent. Liana. No, it's Liana Calder. Mm. All right then. We'll also have to call him Carl. <laughs> Carl. And Jardy. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. <laughs> so she's worried that Liana will, quote, sink her claws into him. I'm going to say it up front. Much of this book is girls bickering over basic dudes. So hope you're into that. <laughs> I mean, that's what you're going to get. Point horror. So yeah, that's what we get. It's also literally the whole reveal at the end, like the whole uh what's the word, motivation of the murderer mm -hmm. is like about girls bickering over idiot men. That's true. It's so frustrating. I've just remembered I've got a shit hot take. Ooh. About oh my God, is it an alternate reading? Uh, no, it's kind of like a, it's like more of a conspiracy. <gasps> I can't wait. I'm so excited, mate. I don't think I'll, I'll, I'll like live up to that. Okay. That was excitement. But All right, then. I have got a logo of something that looks like a vagina that's 
kind of not relevant, but I've put it in here. Why anyway. have you put it in there? Uh, we'll get to it. I don't know why I'm giving you previews I can't of my notes. Wait, it's like a <laughs> after the break. <laughs> Coming up, something that looks like a vagina. It's almost like we've planned it. That's what I'm going to do my next time I try and seduce someone. Coming up, something that looks like a vagina. I went through this period when I had a couple of drinks. If someone said something nice about me, like, I love your shoes, I'd say, oh, if you like those, you should see my vagina. (laughs) But, like, about... I don't know if that's that. It's not relevant to all situations. I know, but it really made me laugh. (laughs) Sorry. My response, Terrible. if anyone ever compliments any aspect of my physical person, I was saying, oh, thanks, I grew it myself. I grew it myself, yeah. Yeah, which I'm also like, is that really true? Yes. I guess I tended it myself. I didn't initially grow it myself. <laughs> my mum grew it for me. Oh, well. Yeah, but you've, you've kept on. Yeah. <laughs> you've kept on I, I pruned it myself. <laughs> she can only really be said to have done the first couple of years. Exactly. Right? That's, that's the easy part. The hard part is maintaining it. <laughs> For any Americans listening, yes, British people can't take a compliment. And also, <laughs> if someone ever tells you how great your outfit is, you have to tell them how cheap you got it. Exactly. There are two responses. <laughs> if someone says nice dress or nice skirt, you either have to say how cheap it was or you have to say it has pockets. It's got pockets, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I got it for £3.50 from TK Maxx. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it was expensive, you have to say it was cheap. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Or if someone compliments you, just make up a horrifying thing to say back. Yeah. I, I'm actually been really struggling to just say thank you. Someone compliments me, I just go, thank you. And try and like swallow back all my excuses and justifications. Because <laughs> if you get it wrong, you might go, mm-hmm, which is worse. That sounds really mm-hmm. arrogant. Thanks, I know. <laughs> so, the thing about Jodie, she's not really comfortable in this car. She doesn't really know them. Like, they're not her friends, they're her friends' friends. Um, And also, despite spending the next 160 pages with them, we don't really get to know them either. I'm fine with that. But you don't want to know them. No, not really. (laughs) Anyway, we know them at the end of the book about as well as we know them from that initial meeting in the car. Yes. Yeah. So then they get to the ski lodge and they start planning a party for the night. I need to tell you about this party, Heather. Please do. They're all super excited, even more excited than I am about your reveal later. Um, This is what they're going to have at the party. I need you to picture it in your head. This is why they're so excited. They're going to have five foot submarine sandwiches. Oh my God. And that's it actually. (laughs) But I'm guessing they really like big sandwiches because that's all that they mention about the party but they're really <laughs> excited is this before subway um yeah it would have been so maybe that's really because i don't or, understand or Subway would have existed but they wouldn't have done the the uh what is it the foot long promotion can you, thing can you get the five footers for like an office party i assume so because i mean when i was like 16 17 that's a big oven we used to exactly we used to get like subway a lot because it was just there. You know what you do like, when you're out and about. But I can't get excited about it now. Also, but what's the difference between one five-foot-long sandwich and lots of small sandwiches? Because you're not going to pick up the entire five-foot thing and just shovel it in your face, are you? Well, it's quite impressive. Is that the challenge? Is that the point? Uh, maybe. I've never seen a five-foot-long sandwich. You're in a deep throat this foot long. <laughs> I mean, that's a big throat. That's like your right? entire body. <laughs> you're just pushing it down into your hollow leg. <laughs> and you have to fill it with salad when you're at Subway, so it'll be really full. You'll have to dislocate your jaw like a snake. I just don't see the appeal of a five foot long sandwich. How is it any different than lots it's, of small sandwiches? It's too much sandwich. But it's just, it's the same because you're going to cut it up into small sandwiches anyway. So why not just have it be small sandwiches in the first place? I don't really like food being served in a novelty way. Like I don't like receiving chips in like a tiny shopping cart, uh, for instance. I don't like that. Like, Do you like a drink in a coconut? <laughs> I quite like a bread bowl for soup. No, it's horrible. Oh, I like a bread it's bowl. It's just a fucking load of shit wet bread at the end of it. No. No, it's nice though. because No, all it's not. Soup all, I've only had it once to be fair, soup but all. like the soup all <laughs> soaks into the bread. They're the soup people. The soup, the soup all. The soup all soaks into the bread all. No, no. It reminds me of when my brother used to eat soup when we were kids and he would get an entire, an entire loaf of bread and rip it up and put it in the soup bowl until there was no liquid soup remaining. There was just mushy fucking soup bread. Wow. It was the most disgusting fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. And he probably still does it. But no, oh, you I need to keep that. them separate. You need to maintain control over the moisture of the bread. Wow. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I used to go out with a posh boy 
very briefly because I don't find that hot, to be quite <laughs> frank. I like a bit of rough, personally. But once I went out with a posh boy, and I think I have quite good table manners. I know I'm sitting here blowing my nose into a hanky and stuff. I wouldn't do that at a nice table. Um, I think they're quite good. My granny taught me proper table manners, manners how to remember which fork to use and which side the bread's supposed to go on and which side the oh. drink's supposed to go on. Do you know how you do it? Look, see if you touch your forefinger and thumb together mm-hmm. and keep your other fingers tight. Your left hand makes a B and your right hand makes a D. So B for bread, D for drink. That's how you remember what side they go on. Oh, that's cool. Right? But also, I don't have time for these rules. I mean... The thing is, the type of person that you want to be having dinner with isn't going to give a fuck what side yeah, to exactly. put the bread plate on. But I mean, if you're in a position where you have to have dinner with dickheads that you need to impress, <laughs> that's how you remember. But So I thought I had really good table manners. But then at dinner with this my posh boyfriend's parents, I picked up, I'd very delicate, and I remembered that you take your soup from the opposite side of the bowl. You, you don't scoop it from the side nearest you. You scoop it from the far side. Why the fuck? I don't know. I just knew that that's what you were supposed to do. But I picked up a small piece of bread, put a little bit of butter on it and dipped it into my soup. And oh my God, his mum, you would have thought I had just shat on the table, the look that she gave me. It's because you also shat on the table at the same time. You were squatting over her bowl at the time. to shit on the table. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I was like, I guess that's wrong. I didn't know that was wrong. I can't stand a shit. Anyway, that didn't last very long. And I very much feel that from the way I look, act and sound... No, oh, pardon me. Oh, exactly. Exactly, yeah. No one's going to be... I'm ill. No one's going to be... <laughs> Excuse me. You burp and fart like a wind machine Excuse at me. all times of year. Excuse me. I don't fart. I fart when I'm sick. Okay, then. It all comes up orally, if you will. All right, then. Um, I'm vegan. It happens. <laughs> you. Anyway. Um, I'm a farter. You're a burper. No one's going to look at me and be like, oh, yeah, she belongs at this very posh table. Do you know what I mean? There's no point me playing the game. I'm just going to fucking eat my soup with a normal soup spoon from the end You're closest to me. You're just going to pick up your soup and tip it into your face <laughs> like <laughs> the beast in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Pour it from a height. I'm going to decant it into a jug and then just <laughs> gonna put a straw in the jug and drink it like a fucking cocktail. Exactly, and it's going to be a twirly straw. <laughs> and so is tomato soup, which is the shittest anyway. No. No, thank you. Not right. happy. Let's not go out with this posh boy. I don't want to. He's married now, it's fine. Good. <laughs> One of my favourite things, in fact, is being in places where I d- shouldn't belong financially. So, <laughs> I, um, it's a long story, but for some reason, someone I work for had put me up in a five-star hotel for the night in Paris. It makes me sound like a hooker. I'm not. It's It was a ghostwriting job. I was job. thinking that. <laughs> ghostwriter um, in quotes. Ghost hooker. <laughs> ghost wrote his dick. Uh, <laughs> Very much no. Um, in this, like, in the opera district in Paris, and it was so nice. And as I, as I found out when I left, um, it was, like, 260 euro a night, but it was so gorgeous. And I walked in there, ju- as myself, and then the guy came over to try and take my draggy bag from me, and I was like, no, no, like, who are you? And he's Don't like, steal my bag. He's like, no, no, uh, I, I do it, sort of thing. And I was like, no. <laughs> so I'm like, what are you doing? No, I'm taking my bag, I can do it. And then I was like, oh, it's kind of, What's done here? But it was so nice. And then um, I was taken out for like a work sort of like meal thing. It was a very fancy restaurant. And then we ended up back in the hotel lobby, continuing the meeting. And then the other people went to bed and I was like, well, I'm gonna stay in this hotel lobby writing like a proper fancy writer. And I was like, hi, can I have um, whatever you think is the best gin and tonic, please? And they brought it over and it was 40 euro for one drink of gin and tonic. So I made that gin and tonic last me for three hours. Don't ask for the best one. He was like, oh God. No, I think I said to her, what's your favourite? Oh no. Which is stupid in France because they will give you the most expensive. But yeah, I was very Carrie Bradshaw. But like Carrie Bradshaw, when she's working in the hotel with someone she slept with and she can't actually afford to be there. And I was like, boop, 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 boop. How the fuck did she afford that apartment anyway? I don't know. I love that show. I hate that show. I know you do. Let's not get into it. You're wrong. I, I'm so surprised that you like that show. I, would, I just wouldn't have thought that you were a viewer of it I can't believe you're applying realism you're like well she couldn't afford it you watch fucking Game of Thrones and shit yeah I know it's a fantasy it's an exploration of female stereotypes and the the repression thereof have stuff that's appropriate to their incomes I don't want to have things that are appropriate to my income (laughs) such a loud swallow oh my god oh sorry I think we should do like a little clip show where it's just all your swallow sounds wait be like hang on go on then I can, I can hear it from here. 
It's like, have you see, heard the one where someone's taken all the bits from the arches where they like inhale and it, oh, yeah. they put it all together? It sounds very sexual. Someone be this as if Heather has swallowed you. This <laughs> sound. Adam Buxton. I'll stop it then. Adam Buxton did. No, you do because you've got a software. Well, thanks, mate. Uh, <laughs> Adam Buxton did all the um, deep sighs that Louis Theroux did when he was on Desert Island Discs. <laughs> so every time someone asked him a question and he went, oh, how like, it's Why did he very so many sexual. deep sighs? Because he said, because he played it to him and he said, oh, I think I was trying to come across as like thoughtful. intense and thoughtful, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, back to this party. So, well, actually, is it the, sorry. Because I had a nice segue. Are you going to do a bit? Is it the party where they have lots to drink? As in like, not booze. Squash. Well, lots of squash. They have. Let me read the quote to you because okay. this leads into my thing. Pardon me for my internal burps. There's lots to drink. Coke, Seven Up, diet, regular, caffeine free. So I'm like, so just all types of Coke, all yeah. types available. And I was like, all oh. types if it's just this one thing. Yeah. So I was like, oh cool. So mainly drinks from the Coke company. And I started thinking, Coke comes up all the time in Point Horror, doesn't it? Like especially in Robot Stein books, they're I always think it's drinking just Coke. Uses a generic term. Well, is it though? Because it's it's used with a capital C, um, and I was like, well, yeah, Coke would be really litigious about that kind of thing. Americans do that though; they also say Kleenex, and they mean a tissue. Well, that's true. Any any brand of tissue. But this is in a book, so you've got to be a bit more careful. Mm. So stay with me. I think that maybe the very existence of Point Horror is a Coke guerrilla marketing scheme from the nineties, because they're very forward thinking. They like to get their audience young, and they like to get them. So, and we're like, why would any of these be published? Because some of them are fucking gash. Because people buy them. People maybe, like us. Maybe it's because Coke were paying for it all. I hear you. However, I would think it would need to be more relevant to the plot. Because no. I'm thinking about things like um, James Bond and the product placement. I haven't actually seen it, but I know everyone was very angry about the product placement in the in one of the James Bond films because it was so over the top that if someone would say like James Bond, what time is it? And he would they would be like a zoom in on his watch, Rolex, yeah. and he would be like, my Rolex says it's so and so time. Like it was really really overt. But that's bad. When they do it well, you don't even notice it's there. Think? You just get the sort of thing. So we've read fucking loads, too many of these books now, and we've only just started to be like. Do you fancy a Coke afterwards? I feel like a, I feel like a Coke. Is it because Coke's in I all the books? I feel as repulsed by Coke as I ever have. Well, yeah, so true. It's not that effective. Okay, but we started noticing it now. Mm. Just be, so just, I'm just saying, Scholastic, is it? Maybe they received a large amount of money from the Coke Corporation. Maybe. Maybe. We're going to... Not saying. Merely asking. Maybe we should Can't look at... us. The rate of Coke drinking in America before and after Point Horror. That's what I'm saying. Just putting it out there. They're very good. They're very clever. Sounds like the most boring project. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> if you feel like doing it, then listeners, have go it. ahead. But I feel like there's more. There's way more fun stuff that you could be looking at. Like how many uh, teen marriages were there that very quickly ended because you'd married a guy who was really, really bad for you. <laughs> you could do. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's too hard to... Quantify. There's one more unbelievable thing about this party, and that's that someone hates Pictionary in it. No one hates Pictionary. I, I oh, really like Pictionary. Oh, come on. It's okay, it's not my favourite. Oh, fine. Speaking of spending ages on a bit. Nice. <laughs> uh, um, now there's a bit where they spend ages on a bit, where they ski down the slope and have to spear a bit of orange peel that's been abandoned on the ski slope using a ski pole. Which isn't sharp enough to get through on, I think. No. They also spend fucking ages, about three chapters on this shit. It's just so long. And it's, there's just no relevance to it at all. Um, and then they eat stuff, they chat shit for a while, they ski, blah, blah, nothing happens for ages. They get ready for a party. Jodie, I like this moment. She puts on only eyeshadow and is apparently done. With her makeup. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> no Good other, on her. No other makeup items. Just eyeshadow, which is a choice. I think that proves to, the, proves to us that Carol Ellis is a man. Do you think? Yeah. There's no understanding of how makeup works. I suppose, or maybe a woman who doesn't really wear makeup, because I feel like someone who doesn't really wear makeup, the eyeshadow, or maybe the lipstick is like the most visible part, so yeah. you think that that's the only part of it. Like, I've had loads of people say, 
I don't really like makeup. You know, I like like what she's got on, and I'm like, mate, she's got fucking makeup on. She's got like thirty quid with the makeup yeah. on. Yeah, it's just subtle. It's yeah. just not like gold eyeshadow. It's like when you get those Instagram videos, and they're like, today's my natural look, and I. Like, I got a period of getting loads of them on my Instagram timeline for reasons I can't ascertain. And it'd be like, so I'm going to put on my uh, pre-primer serum, and then I'm putting on my primer serum, and then I'm going to start with a low, sort of low light powder here, and then I'm going to put on my thing. And you're like, you've got 18 layers of fucking makeup on you mm-hmm. for a natural daytime look. Maybe there's better things you could be doing with your time and money. Like, yep. everyone can do what they want to their face. But at some point you have to go, this is just capitalism. This is just trying to make you spend your time on something that's not productive. I mean, I like makeup. Makeup's fun. Yeah, it is. But you're it's like, more fun now that I don't feel like I have to wear it all the time. Though. Well, this is the thing. Like, if that's your natural, that's mm. your sort of go-to. That's what you feel like you have to do every day. That shit. Yeah. If you're doing you, you have you to want do it every day. To, that's good. Yeah. Like, it's fun to do. Like, I like a pink lip or like a, like a big eyeliner flick and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, I'm usual. Like, I'm just eyeliner, basically. Mm-hmm. But... I was just like, that's so much money. Anyway, well, there you go. You and Jodie would get on. We would. Her with just her eyeshadow. <laughs> <laughs> um, then everybody bitches about Liana. Oh. Um, Ellen says, quote, she takes and takes and never gives. She's rotten. Oh, yes. no. Yes. <laughs> God. Anyway, I like that bit. So then they're having another party. Um, no word on if there are sandwiches at this one, unfortunately. But And how many types of Coke? Well, it doesn't say. We have to know. But do you know what they do do? They, they do do. Some poop? <laughs> Maybe. They play truth, which is a terrible idea. Yeah. Don't play that at a party. Never. What are you doing? And anyway, there's an absolute trauma where on his go, Billy, remember asthmatic virgin Billy? Yeah. He cries. I know, it's horrible, isn't it? But apparently nobody notices or oh. reacts to it in any way, but it's fucking horrifying. The whole game is very much like um, a scene from Star Trek. <laughs> oh my God, you're obsessed. <laughs> where the, the Kardashians, um, not the Kardashians, the Kardashians. Huh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, um, torture uh, Jean-Luc. And they, like, break him down and he's trying to say, like, how many lights are behind me? And he says, there are four lights. And he's trying to get him to say there's three. But it's not, the game is not about getting at the truth, but it's about fracturing the belief in truth. That's in this scene as well. Your face is... You've been waiting so long to bring Star Trek into this. (laughs) Kirsty gifted me a Star Trek trash book this week and I'm so excited. Also, it was a mistake. Here's here's the list of books that I've given you. I should say we are both writers. We both do read a lot of high quality books, not just point horror. However, I've given you three books that I bought for you specifically. Not just like I read a book and thought, this is a good book, Heather would like it, but like bought specifically for you. And here's what they are. Number one was a very, very poorly written Dolly Parton biography, (laughs) which mentioned her boobs on almost every page (laughs) and was purportedly by a woman as well, but obviously a woman who very much appreciated Dolly's breasts. It has got a great picture of her in the cover though. She does look an absolute babe on the cover. And then I got you a... Mills and Boone about a firefighter. Slow burn. Yeah. Because David was thinking about being a firefighter, so I was like, this will be fun. But was it good? Did you read it? Yeah, of course I read it. Was it hot? <laughs> was it, it was, fiery? It was kind of a bit sexier than I anticipated, mm. but not, like, sexy. Mm-hmm. Not as sexy as you wanted. It was a fun read for 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got you a Star Trek novelization. You did. Yeah. I am now a loser. <laughs> I'm the one that paid money for them. Well, that's true. I guess it only went to charity, though, so... But here's my vagina. (laughs) Here's my vagina thing. Excuse you. (laughs) This is the logo for the Cardassian Union. Is that the most vulvic thing you've ever seen in your entire life? Like a vulva wearing a helmet? It looks like a bird to me, so it looks like a sort of raging green bird (laughs) and with, like, sitting on a clothes peg. But it's got... It's got the entrances and it's got labia... Minora and Majora. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's very vulvic. Oh, I see, but you're saying that the labia minora are much lower than the Majora. Yeah. Huh. Isn't that strange? But like a snake at the top as well, like a... Wow, mate, I think you really <laughs> need a shag. <laughs> if that's what you're seeing. I'm seeing a bird on a clothes peg. I've just been with a man for too long. <laughs> I got some last night, so maybe that's the difference. <laughs> I'm like, I've, I've had enough for today. I've really got David to, got to get David to work on his vagina. <laughs> 
<laughs> it would be useful, wouldn't it? it? <laughs> From time to time. <laughs> anyway, this is why he cries. Because he has realised that he thought that he fancied Sasha. Well, he kind of thinks that he's in love with her, but whatever. Um, but actually, he hates her, <laughs> which I'm like, pal, get some help, because that's some... You shouldn't confuse those two. Some shit. Also, that's what's, what are they called, the guys? Uh, an incel. That's like mm-hmm. some incel shit. Yeah. Like, I love her. No, no, actually, I hate her. Like, come on now. Mm. That's not okay. Um, And then they do more skiing. (laughs) They do more eating. They do more chatting shit. And then, finally, we're on page 68 and something happens. (laughs) Finally, fucking hell. Which is the whole setup of the book. It should have happened on page two. Jodie sprains her ankle and is confined to bed. Okay. And here is where our rear window ripoff truly begins. Yep. Up until then... Let's be real, we were just filling pages. Filling pages. Filling pages, filling pages. So, <laughs> Jodie is bored, and I've written in my notes, yeah, join the club. <laughs> I was reading this like, this is so boring. She's bored, unfortunately she doesn't have a point horror to read, because she's in one. She watches... She hasn't even taken a book. I know, that's a bit stupid. What's wrong with people? I know. I would always take at least four books, mm-hmm. because you're probably going to read at least two, but then what if you don't like them, so then you need backup? Ones? I took 11 books for a two-week holiday. Yeah. And David took a bunch as well. Yeah. <laughs> Plus there's more about us. But yeah. Um, you just take a lot. See, I just take my Kindle everywhere, because that's got hundreds of books on it, and I'll never run out. I hate reading off a Kindle. I mean, it's not... I prefer reading on paper book, but... Paper it's not book. that. I don't know why. It's really cute. Paper book. <laughs> paper book. My book's coming out in paper book today. <laughs> but it's not always that practical. Yeah, that's true. So I have to go away a lot for quite a long time. So yeah. Anyway, so bored Jody watches through Liana's window. Does she now? Right. <gasps> what a perv. Obviously attempting to see her in her pants. Well, yeah. She doesn't see that. Instead, what she sees is her arguing with someone and a red smear on the wall. Got a period. And wiped it on the wall. Yeah. Got a period at the wall. Yeah. <laughs> it shot out. <laughs> like Took her by surprise. Um, and then I'm just thinking maybe she was doing something sexual which involved sort of like bending forwards on her hands and knees and then she coughed and then she got a period. That's exactly what happened. It's happened to all of us. Yes, we've all been there. That's why we repainted this room. <laughs> so then she sees someone dragging bin bags around in the dark. That's useful. They're taking the bins out. I I would like to speak to... If anyone from Glasgow City Council is listening... Oh, God. Can you please collect our bins? Yeah. Because we've had a missed bin collection. <gasps> the bins and the recycling haven't been emptied. Ours are always just fucking full. Unacceptable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know politicians listen to this podcast. And this is, oh yes, hello. So get on it. We need our bins collected. <laughs> this is Middle-Aged Corner with Kirsty and Heather. <laughs> this is what my life has become. I'm like the person that goes to the town council meetings and goes, but what about the bin collections? <laughs> Sad, isn't it? Well, I li- when I lived in Toronto, the, um, what would you call them? Refuse collectors? Like the bin men went on strike for oh, weeks. That's when you very quickly realise how badly you need them. Like, it, it was so bad. I mean, it was in the summer. Oh, wait, oh, wait. No, fuck. no, no, no. Maybe it was only, like, spring. Anyway, it gets very hot in Toronto. And um, there were, like, at one point in the East End, there was a basketball court, like a school basketball court, with just bin bags. It was just full of black bin bags. And they were, of course, getting in, like, private companies to do it in, like, scabs. But it was, everyone was like, oh, my God, give them whatever they want. <laughs> like, we can't yeah. actually function as a society unless they take the bins away. Didn't they do that in New York? They went on strike and, like, within a week, they oh, were yeah. like, have anything you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have my children. Yeah. <laughs> please take the bins I'll away, please. I'll with you, please. Just yeah. <laughs> I like that you... Give away the children first. Oh, yeah, come on. You make more. <laughs> my vagina's very precious. You can't have it. You can have my children, though. <laughs> okay. For some reason, everyone in this book is made out to be suspicious. Everyone's a potential suspect. <laughs> really for no reason. So here's what happens. Um, when Chris, remember uh, Christine, she's called? Christine? Yes. Christina? <laughs> Christine? A, that's a name. Um, so they all go out to this party, but Jodie has to stay in bed because she's broken her ankle. Um... Chris calls Jodie from the party and she's like really out of breath and sort of makes this weak excuse that Jodie says, oh, you're really out of breath. Have you been dancing? And she goes, yeah. 
dancing. Bisexual orgy. <laughs> Which is never returned to or explained why there was like some suspicious reason that she was out of breath. She was deep throwing that for long. Do you think that's why? Yeah, I think so. If it was just, they they were like, we've been trying to have this orgy ever since this holiday started, but this fucking pain in the ass, Jodie's there. What can we do? And finally they're like, yes, she can't come to this party. This is the gangbang party. I'm so excited. And then that's why she's out of breath. That is my actual nightmare. That is what I think is happening almost every social interaction that I'm at. If but only Heather leaves. You're not getting invited to the gangbang. Well, yeah, that specifically. That's a really specific fear. <laughs> but also, like, well, when Heather leaves, we can have a good time. Oh. It's like FOMO, but in the worst, like, in, in my mind as well. See, I'm the other way around. I think when I leave, I can have a good time. <laughs> I can go to bed and read a book. <laughs> I can't remember who was staying at our house. Like, it's gotten better as I've got older. But I was quite ill. Or really, really tired. And we had friends staying at our house. And I was like lying really still so I wouldn't miss anything anyone said. And then eventually it was like, I can't go to sleep. I just need to, I need to hear what everyone's saying in case it's really good. Oh, I know. I don't really get that. Well, it's a younger child thing, I think. Oh, do you think? You don't want to have to go to bed first. The elder child is like, I, the wherever the party is, is where I am. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really care. And I don't want to be. party over there because I'm not there. So therefore it's a shit party. <laughs> the younger one's like... Something good is happening. There's a secret that happens and everyone has a good time while I have to go to bed. Oh, I never think that. No, I do. Oh, well. Anyway, here's the other weird thing that happens, because everyone's made out to be suspicious. Here's, here's another one. Even though they're being really good friends to say they they're are. strangers. They keep checking up on her. They don't you really do. know her. No, but because she's got a concussion. They're very good friends. Um, also, Cal, remember sexy twin Cal Wolf, he's weirdly evasive when she asks whether he saw Liana. So she's like, oh, did you see Liana? And he's like, oh, uh, no. And she said, oh, but didn't you? Anyway, it's maybe, very tedious. Maybe he's just so uncomfortable by having seen her do a vagina shoot at the wall. Maybe. <laughs> or maybe he's embarrassed that she keeps saying the name Liana. <laughs> and he's embarrassed by it. Someone going to tell her it's just Leah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Liana. <laughs> also, Kate, the friend at home, doesn't call when she says that she would because she's been calling like at the same time every day. But this time, she doesn't call. And then when she does call, she's really horrible about it. Mm. She's like, well, why do I have to call you all the time? I've got things to do as well. Again, never returned to, <laughs> never explained. Nobody cares. <laughs> I sometimes feel like we read these books more closely than the author did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's happened to me at events I've shared. Ooh, burn. Yes, burn. Also, did you read this book you've written? <laughs> Also, she, meaning Jodie, wants Drew to keep her company when everyone goes out, but he brushes it off. So she's, so like he's about to go out and he's like, oh, you know, let me know if you need anything. And she's like, wait, um, maybe I do need something. Can you get me this? And he's like, yeah, okay, do you need anything else? And she's like, um, maybe I could just have some company. And he just like brushes it off. He's a real dick. And he's really set up to be like the love interest. Like, Drew, he's so nice. Oh, he's so nice to me. I'm like, it's not really. Hmm. I think he's a dick. Oh, I don't know. Well, I think that's a real dick move. Like if you actually, and also they don't know each other. So I'm like, okay, here's my tip. If you really fancy someone and everyone else is going out to a party and they're stay not going, them. stay with them, you fucking idiot. Why would you go and leave them? Guaranteed to get laid. Exactly. Or at least you'll get to know them a lot better than you would otherwise. Rosie was literally rolling her eyes at that she and going, Fuck you, Drew. I'm a dog and I know better than that. <laughs> she looks so sort of like Jane Austen heroine going through a bad time right now. Yeah, I usually call it her when will my husband be home from war face, yeah. but I prefer Jane Austen heroine going through a hard time. <laughs> Daddy's lost his slave plantation money. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> oh, you like that one. Well, in reality, they actually paid reparations to slave owners. Oh. In fact, the UK has only just finished paying reparations to the people that used to have slaves, as oh. in for the inconvenience of them not having slaves anymore. Do you know, I heard on a very good YouTube video about debating like about reparations and what should they be if they are to be and everything. I mean reparations to families of yeah. slaves, not slave owners. Um, and apparently if 
the um, ancestors of slaves in America were to be paid the amount of money that you should have been paid to do that work. There is not enough money in the entire world economy to cover that. Really? Yeah, so the amount that has been calculated that should be paid is more than exists in the world. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. I know. So anyway, that was off topic, but I feel like... Political corner. When you talk, <laughs> it was a good video. Um, so in this book, blah, 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 Jodie watches through the window, she's bored, blah, 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 everybody goes skiing, blah, blah. <laughs> she thinks that her tea has been drugged with pain pills. This is when we get to the climax as much as you can call it that um which i i quite thought i thought was quite a good bit like you're already feeling a bit spacey and a bit ill and in pain and then you have your tea and you start to get really spacey i think that's quite good it is and i also thought it was good when she saw the guy Mm. like this is a good bit of writing yeah but why blah 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 really Half, no, no, stick with me. Okay. Half the time she thought the person had gone, but then she'd catch a movement again and know he was still there kicking at the snow. This is when he's like trying to bury something. Then the kicking stopped, but the person was still there. She could just make out a dark form, motionless in the snow, standing there, staring, staring up at her. You don't think that was good? That's no, quite creepy. It's a bit Michael Myers, isn't it? I also quite like that. You know, do you ever get that, especially if it's like at night and you've just woken up, so you're not quite all there? And you either hear or see something weird, but it goes on quite a long time. And so you kind of listen and you go, well, that's weird. And then you listen a bit more and you're like, nah, it's fine. But then you're like, but hang on a minute. You know, like you see someone acting really weird. Yeah. And you think, what's going on there? I had that with the sex fox. That's creepy. When it was just in the middle of the night and I had never heard a mating fox before. <laughs> and it's just like a screaming woman or like a child. So I sort of woke up in the middle of the night and was like, what the f- hell is going on there like ah ah like that sort of thing and it just went on for ages and I was like should I be calling someone doing something or it's like that thing that I told you about when I was on a plane to San Francisco and I I could just see another plane which is very alarming because you don't usually see another plane in the air and I was sort of like should I they'd know wouldn't they Everyone can see this, can't they? The pilots would know. And then it got it was getting closer and closer. That's the bystander effect, mate. I know, but I was like, I'm gonna like a real twat if I get a woman over and say, Excuse me, do you know there's another plane in the sky? And then it got really close and I was like, surely by now everyone knows it. So someone must have just said, This is how I'm gonna die from not wanting to cause a fuss or look like a twat. And then it just so happens that at San Francisco Airport, there are two runways next to each other and it was landing at the exact same time as us like we touched down at the exact same time and i was like just don't do that for the mental health of everyone on board either of those planes it was so scary too close man everything about planes Oh, yeah, I shouldn't have told you that. I know. Stop <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know. Because you're always like, oh, have you ever listened to those black box recordings? I'm like, fuck no. What's wrong with you? I'm already scared of flying. Why would I do that? <laughs> anyway, although weirdly, when I was ill in bed last week, <laughs> I got in this bizarre habit of like listening to and reading stories about people who've been trapped in caves. And I'm really, really claustrophobic. So <laughs> I don't know why. I decided to do that. And half of them die as well. Because I kept thinking, like, at least they'll be rescued at the end. Half of them don't get no. rescued. They this, just die in the cave. This is why I'll never go caving. Now, why do you do that? I know people why have done it. Why would anybody do that? I know someone who's done it. It was six foot six. I was like, you, you fucking what? death wish. No, surely why? only small people can go. Also, what's the point? There's nothing at the end of it. There's not, like, Adrenaline? a pot of gold at the end of it. <laughs> I just feel like I understand why you would, like, climb a mountain because you know, there's, there's this not incredible a pot of gold view. There. Well, I know, but there's like, <laughs> this incredible view and you get to be high up and sort of get this huge vision of the world and you don't get that in a cave. You might find like a pretty cave, but probably not. I think you've just not died. But then just why think, don't you just Well, no, do... I haven't died. Why don't oh, you, you mean I haven't died, therefore I don't get it. No, no, I mean at the end of it, it's the exhilaration of having not died. But you can get through every day and not die and feel a joy. Yeah, also just do um, autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> I believe that's the same kick. I would say don't do that because <laughs> you might die and then it's the shittest way to die. It is embarrassing. What a pointless way to die. Although I think caving's quite a shit way to die. I mean... I'd rather die caving than autoerotic asphyxiation. Well, fine. I just you, feel like... you, me and your choices oh. as I make mine. <laughs> It's such a wasteful, stupid way to die. It's just always going to be embarrassing for anyone who finds you. Yeah, and just pointless. Yeah. So pointless. Anyway, agreed. It's just my opinion. 
Uh, Jodie doesn't do that. Okay. Well, maybe she does and it's just not on the page. <laughs> She's we'll, panting. We'll just rework. <laughs> happening in the book um Jodie thinks that she's been drugged with pain pills in her tea um and then Sasha comes back <gasps> sexy Sasha wolf and Jodie goes to put the light on I quite like this bit and Sasha instantly becomes a super villain and then says oh no leave it off I won't be staying long and it'll be easier in the dark they're gonna fuck <laughs> so they're gonna fuck but she's a bit self-conscious about her body yeah that's what's happening. <laughs> but she's also super haughty. So yeah, she's also really good at whatever she does. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I'll be quick. You'll like it. <laughs> uh, oh, I feel like if anyone ever says that to you, I'll be like, no, no thank you. Please don't it touch is. me. Don't want it. Don't want it. Anyway, so it turns out that Sasha killed Leana. <gasps> Do you want to know why? Go on. So that she wouldn't seduce Cal. So this entire book is about women bickering over basic men. Though it's her brother. Yeah, so... So she's trying to protect her brother rather than she's trying to get him for herself. Which yeah, is at least still... a twist on the usual. I'm still not into it. I mean, I'm not impressed with it. But I am. <laughs> I do like her immediate, full and total confession. for herself. I know! <laughs> she's like, I'll just tell you everything. Yeah, for no reason. Whereas I feel like if you were going to spring a surprise and try and kill your friend, you would at least, up until the final minute, make it seem... Like there was an element of deniability. Yeah. In case it goes wrong or in case someone yeah. walks in. Yeah. <laughs> they really just don't need to confess ever. You don't no. need to confess if you're going to kill someone. I wonder if, I mean, I guess we'll never know. I wonder if in real life people do that. Maybe we will know, but we'll know very briefly. Well, yeah. <laughs> Too briefly to put it on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. Is that the only shame? It's not the only shame. Is that shame. the only hard no, part? No, no, no. There's still... There's a lot of horrible other bits about that. Other bad parts. If it does happen, just know that my last thought will be, oh, this is great content. <laughs> if only I could have used this for the retweet. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, then Sasha's about to kill Jody, but then Cal comes back. But then Sasha stabs him. <gasps> but he's okay. Oh. And then Jody hits her with some binoculars. And then Billy knocks Sasha over. And then, creepily... The creepiest part of the book, Billy, asthmatic virgin Billy, leans over Sasha's unconscious body and strokes her hair. Uh, it is rank. Uh, uh. And then he's like sad about it. I loved you. I would have loved you, Sasha. <laughs> but I also hated you. Yeah. Is mm. it raining? I hadn't noticed. Sexy. Oh, no. <laughs> You had me at binoculars. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I will say, though, that, that as a group of semi-strangers, I think that's quite a good group of friends, group of potential friends. They're very nice, though. They're very, they look after her and they save her in the weird ways, hitting yeah. with binoculars and whatnot. Apart from Billy. She does creep. binoculars, but yeah. Um, apart from Drew, because at the end, Jodie also hooks up with Drew for no apparent reason. Um, and I just feel like, yeah, he's fine to her, but he's no nicer to her than any of the others so I'm like why because he's more handsome do you feel like there's something between you because he's more handsome (laughs) (laughs) your general disdain for men looking attractive is just out of the world out of the world people can look however they want I just think that's not enough reason to like give someone extra like just because they look nice that doesn't mean that they get like more leeway and I think that is very good of you, but I don't think that's how most people go around in the world. I mean, I agree. And obviously there's like a middle ground that I'm sure that I give more, I would say like I give more leeway or more kindness to people who I consider to be like similar to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm obviously suspicious of people who are incredibly good looking because I'm like, no, you can't have this. Yeah. <laughs> just had just like a cat. You've had enough. You just push off whatever they want. Get away. Fuck off. No, I understand that that's how the world works, but I also think it shouldn't. No, I agree with that. Okay, so, stupid names. I'm going to say Liana. Liana. Is an unnecessary name. I mean, Wolf is a surname. It's not good, is it? No. I mean, I guess some people do have that surname, but I just feel like it's meant to be used. It's like, look how sexy they are. No. Yeah, no. No, no, get into it. I didn't really spot any 90s things or any queer subtext. No. Right. Um, I have got Parry's favourite line. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Billy smiles, his mouth glistening with lip balm. 
like covered in it and also like that's really sexualized and feminine isn't it for a male point horror character point he's meant to be disgusting there we go there's a lot to unpack there yeah jesus he's being feminized in a way to make him disgusting gross yeah that's Mm. awful glistening with lip balm though like i use lip balm a lot because i've got really like dry mouth it will dry lips all the time and then but i'm like oh i hope i'm not glistening with it like cover my entire face i never noticed you glistening (laughs) thanks mate i have to say like i'm a massive lip balm user as well and i got this because i was on this medication that made my skin really dry and the only thing that stopped my lips cracking was this nipple cream so it's like you're meant to use it if you're like breastfeeding you've got cracked nipples and it's the best lip balm that i've ever used in my life and i will never ever use another lip balm for the rest of my life it's so good do you want to hear something tragic i um had, you know, like, sometimes, like, your friends move away and they're like, oh, have this bit of, like, end of moisturiser that I don't want to take, but it's really good. Um, I started using some, one of those that someone had given me the other day and I'm horrified to learn it's the best fucking moisturiser. It's, like, it's so good. It's kind of cleared my skin up. Whoa. Yeah, and now I'm like, this is going to be 120 quid. I know is it. Is it? And I'm, have you it, looked it up? It's, it's an expensive one. What kind is it? Uh, I can't remember. Okay. But I was like, fuck. We probably shouldn't say because then they're not paying us to advertise them. Pay so. us in just free moisturiser. Give and us moisturiser and we'll say the name of it on the podcast. But I was like, this is me trapped into using this now oh, for the no. rest of my life. Sometimes it's worth it. It is, yeah, I know. You know, if I you know. don't spend a lot of money on other stuff. Yeah, true. There you go. Um, okay, American things. Here's what Billy brings Jodie to her sickbed to have. Soup, bread, salad, and chips ahoy. Which I was like, chips ahoy? <laughs> Which, right, I googled this. Shockingly, Chips Ahoy aren't chips or crisps. What do you think they are? Or do you already know what they are? I've had Chips Ahoy, Okay, They are cookies, but they don't appear to be sailor-themed in any way. So why is it Ahoy? (laughs) So they're they're called Chips Ahoy. They're not chips or crisps. And they've got nothing to do with sailors or boats. (laughs) Why are they called Chips Ahoy? Well, because they've got loads of chocolate chips in. So... You know, chipful. Chocolate uh, chip. Why uh, chips ahoy? What does that have to do with boats? I don't know. It's a lot better than some fucking American names, which is like Chick-fil-A. I don't understand that. I have a real problem with that. Is that supposed to be a joke? Is I don't it understand thing that it. people say? Chick-fil-A? But like it's an A as well. Is that how you say it? I think so. What does it mean? What do you think? Well, I mean, what would be the alternative? I don't know. I've Chick- literally never thought about it. Chick-fil. Chick-fil-a. Chick-fil-a. <laughs> I don't know. I've never thought about it. Chick-fil-a. Yeah, like... I, what does that mean? I or like know. a fillet of chicken? I mean, I guess so, but why not just fucking write that? Also, or why not come up with a, a name? Fillet of chicken? I know you get a fillet of beef. You but... get some homophobia, don't you? What? I'm pretty sure it's one of the ones that, like... Oh, is it? ...hates gays. Like yeah. Megabus. Megabus hates gays. The guy who owns Megabus gave loads of money to the banning marriage equality oh no thing. Yeah, can't go on Megabus. can't have anything can't have Boy, chips can't ahoy Megabus. now <laughs> can't have chips ahoy can't have chick-fil-a can't have megabus some american brand names are just beyond comprehension i mean i guess some of ours are weird as well but i, I guess, guess we so. don't really think about them maybe yeah chips ahoy like there's a an ice cream shop <laughs> that's called a wafer a cone and i remember because i'm not glaswegian like saying to annie i don't understand what that means a wafer a cone. And she's like, oh, say it in a Glasgow accent. Away for a cone. I'm away for a cone. And I was like, oh, okay. And away meaning I'm going I'm to going. go for. It means yeah. like I'm going. It requires a lot of explaining if yeah. you're not Glaswegian. <laughs> so I don't know how effective it is as a brand name. <laughs> True. Anyway, okay, fashion. <clears throat> we've got a lot of ski clothes. Yep. None of them are sparkly plaid though. Well, but we've got. We've got some. Are you ready? Have you got them? Yes. Go ahead. I'm ready. I've got one. I've got okay. Liana Calder dressed today in blue and neon green with a wide chartreuse headband holding back her long hair. That's a lot. What have you got? Well, she wears a lot of ski clothes, so I had that one, but I also had another one that she wears, which is, quote, a bright white outfit with neon green stripes, like an ad for the best in style and form. <laughs> That is a loving description. That is neon green. That is someone who really likes ski clothes. (laughs) They always look shit. I mean, how can they look good? They can't. They're like padded, like baby clothes. Rompers. Like, yeah, Yeah. padded toddler outfits. Snow romper suits. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Do we have a too stupid to live heroine? 
No, I don't think she's too stupid. I don't think she's just incapacitated. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she's the brightest. No, tool in the of course not chalk box. <laughs> it's by a stick in the box. <laughs> yeah, the sharpest stick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess she's not the worst. She's just a bit nothing. Yeah. I, d- I wasn't into her. No, I, I thought she was all right. Okay, and do we have sexy sociopath? I'm going to say yes because here's a quote about Drew. She couldn't figure... Remember, I'm doing this more like he hurts you because he loves you. Yep. Like, the more dangerous he is, the more attracted you are to him. She couldn't figure Drew out at all. One minute, he was like a storm cloud, dark and swirling and frightening. At the next minute, he was sweet kissing her softly and giving her flowers dump him yeah that's horrible dump him that's horrible that's yeah that's dead on like you don't know if he's going to be frightening or give you flowers fuck off yeah that's why i was saying he's the worst he's terrible yeah okay we don't like him he's cancelled yeah um bye drew we don't really oh do we have one death toll i'm gonna say two okay because an orange died to create that. that's true yeah (laughs) And, and was skinned yeah. Alive. And then a part of its corpse <laughs> was used as part of a game. And if you think that's horrifying, forthcoming novel from Heather Parry. It's just right down, Come right on. up your alley. Your novel is a lot worse than a skinned orange. <laughs> <laughs> um, no queer subtext. Well, apart from, she's trying to copper cop a look, isn't she? I guess. Yeah. I mean, we've all been there. And all uh, she none sees of us have been there. So getting a period on the wall, which uh, is a niche interest. Yeah. And I'm not sure she's into it. You can probably make money on the internet with that video, yeah, sure but could, I yeah. don't want to. Um, is it good though? I was thinking that last night because I always laugh at people who put tape on their camera, but I think I'm going to start doing it because I was in the bath last night and I was going through Spotify to find some music. So I was like in the bath, but like leaning out of it to go on my laptop, which was on a little stool. And I suddenly thought, some Russian hacker could be looking at my not particularly impressive boobs right now. <laughs> Never really thought about it, but yeah. Everyone I know who works in tech has a little yeah. cover, but I don't know whether that's because they'll just buy anything to do with technology as well. They're not particularly critical. of They just fucking love technology. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm going to start doing it though. Maybe. Okay. Anyway, yeah. just a bit of tape, a sticky tape. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um... Yeah, Russian Hacker, if you were watching, hope you liked my music choice. <laughs> um, is it good, though? I think I did quite like it more than you. I just thought it was boring. I didn't think it was bad. It was just dull. Yeah, I mean, we've read more interesting ones. Yeah. I think it was quite forgettable. Like, I quite... It was only when I looked at my notes that I actually realised, remembered what it was. Yeah. Like, I read it not very long ago, and already I've forgotten it. I like Rear Window, though. Yeah, me too, but this wasn't even a good, like, rip-off of it, really. Well, okay, let's give it a three. Because she doesn't sort of... I don't know. Yeah. Let's give it a three. I'm going to give it a two, though, so two and a half. Right, well, I'm going to give it a four, so I guess we're coming down on three. (laughs) Why why do you do that? (laughs) I didn't hate it. I, know, I was trying to. I was trying to preempt you can't being. Always win. That's not a nice way to be. No, I was trying to preempt us coming together on a three, but then we're not doing. Okay, we'll go for two and a half. Okay. Fine, fine. Oh, we, oh look, that's a compromise. Who has to be the winner? Get their way. I'm not winning. I'm compromising because <laughs> I said two. We're compromising in the way that you say. Okay, <laughs> we'll say two and a half. That's what a compromise is. Is <laughs> in the middle of two things. <laughs> Two and a half is fine. Okay. Um, can we? Okay. Is it good bad? You can just pick the good bad then. No, no, no. I want to come to a consensus. Really? Yep. All right then. Wow. That's really nice. <laughs> um, oh, fuck, do you know what? I'm just even saying that because I don't fucking know. I don't um, care. So you can just have it. Um, I like. I'm gonna give it like a two because it wasn't particularly like, good bad. I like the campy ripoff quality of it. Yeah. You know. Um, I don't know. Three. Okay, I'll go for a three. Okay, cool. I don't mind. What are we doing next time, Kirsty? Help Wanted by RTC. So... Because RTC's got a bit of a spotty history. Yes. Sometimes great, sometimes terrible. So there's going to be a big old creepy house. There's going to be a stepbrother that someone wants to fuck. (laughs) Um, It's going to be a bit boring in the middle. There's going to be a love triangle. So there's going to be like a choice of three guys. One's going to be like an older, inappropriate guy. One's going to be like a sort of desexualized jokery guy and one's going to be like sort of bland but sexy yeah and there's going to be some sort of class 
mm-hmm. discussion, but not actually that ever as well. I'm not, looking forward to it. Not on any real level. I think it's just going to be like, what was the Halloween one in the big house? Oh, yeah. Not most wanted. April Fools. Yes. Most wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like RTC books, because even when I hate them, they're still fun. Yeah. Like, I would say she's one of the better ones. She's dramatic. Yeah. So if you're doing Read Along with Teenage Scream, Help Wanted by RTC. And if people want to support the podcast, Heather, what can they do? They can go to patreon.com slash teenagescreampodcast and they can become, well, you can become any level, but especially Meatloaf tier, which Mm -hmm. is $5 a month. You get a free pin badge and you get a free bonus episode every month and all our back catalogue of bonus episodes for over a year now. And what can they do if they don't want to support us? (laughs) Well, they can listen. Financially. Listening is supporting. Yes. And they can also find us on Twitter at Teenage Scream underscore or Instagram at Teenage Scream Pod. And I guess we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.